Welcome back to the second week of Mirrorless Mission with your hostess, Serena Saleh. This week has been interesting, um, but it feels like I've kind of gone through some kind of realization or awakening, or at least a progress into that, because every time I like instinctively looked at the mirror, even though I'm looking at cloth, it just made me think, why am I doing this? I've gotten ready, why, why is my first um, like step after I get ready just to look at myself automatically? And so I started thinking like, it's not only how, it's not only like the fact that I want to fit into the standards of what society has made to be as pretty, but it's also because of, it's just a matter of, do I look how I want to be presented? Are people perceiving me the way that I want to be perceived? And you just start to think that it's not only in your looks, that's, that's not something that can be shown in your looks. Like, sure, there's, there are some things that like your looks can tell people right off the bat, but Honestly, if you want to be perceived a certain way to others, that's something that you have to do within yourself and the way you speak and the way you present yourself um, in a mannerly way. And so it's, it's kind of made me change the way I act. So I want to be seen as someone, for example, who's confident, who is um, humble and all these things, but I can't do that just in my clothing. That's not something that I can show in my clothing. These kinds of manners can can only be shown through the way you act and through the way people behave. So it's it's gotten me used to like not relying on my looks, but it's still really difficult. I'm really used to doing that. So also I just want to say that I I tend to keep to, to the hairstyles that I know I, I like I can do without looking at myself. Um, although it's still it's very um, nervous and it like gives me anxiety because I'm always scared that I look like a mess. Um, but again, I feel like sometimes that's just overthinking and I've, I'm slowly moving away from worrying about small things, but uh, then again, it's, it's a work in progress. Also, as, as soon as my mind realized that I could no longer critique my looks, it had to move on to the next best, best thing, which was my body from my point of view. Um, and if you know, if you're just looking down, for example, it's, that's, that's not how you would normally look like. Um, so it's interesting because it's also a point of um, survival, like to critique things because you always want to improve. I got really interested with this idea of why do people critique themselves or does that really benefit anybody? I came across an article which was quoting a psychologist at the Weatherhead School of Management at Case Western Reserve. Um, and his name was uh, Richard uh, Boyitzes, and he said, talking about your positive goals activates brain centers that open you up to new possibilities. But if you change the conversation to what you should do to fix yourself, it like, just closes you down. And I thought that was very interesting because this society is just based on critiquing yourself in order to like become better or somehow fix yourself. And it's, it's interesting um, when I was thinking about it because it's, it's true, like, if you critique yourself, are you going to have more of a motive to change? Or your, is your self-esteem going to go down? Because, in my opinion, it seems like your self-esteem just goes down. So, once I started focusing my mind on trying to push away from the bad thoughts of trying to fix how I look, 
it, it just got better from there. It's, it's something I started at the very end of the week, just trying to change my way of thinking, because um, you don't realize how much damage has already been done from uh, influences from uh, social media. Which brings me to another point um, about TikTok and this this app that's become such a like such an influence on young many people's lives, um, specifically like just young um, teenagers, and it's it's similar to child pageants actually. Um, so there is a study um, made by Anna L. Wonderlich, Diane uh, M. Eckhard, and Judith B. Henderson, and I I know I messed those names up, but. Um, I will be quoting the article in my um, little biography of the, the podcast for anyone who wants to check it out. And basically what they found in their study was that childhood pageant participants scored higher on body dissatisfaction, interpersonal distress, and impulse dysregulation than non-participants. And honestly, that's also what uh, TikTok has become. Uh, there's many people boasting about eating less or uh, how they look. and in a way where it just discourages people from how they look and how they should be like what the influencers look like. Um, so it's just very interesting that maybe if people were to like not use TikTok as a mirror or base themselves of what they should look like off of that, um, then we would sort of combat the first of what is influencing our minds and why we think we should look prettier, quote unquote. Again, because that's just a standard that somebody made up. Um, and that it should be taken more to heart. And what we feel good, if we feel good, then we perform well. Now, before I wrap up this podcast, I really want to introduce Zoom because that's become a big part of our lives now and how that's sort of become like its own struggle for me, its its own battle. So I didn't realize that Zoom was going to be a problem until last week. And so this week I'm trying uh, different things on how I'm supposed to like not look at myself um, and it, it, the fact that, it, that it's a computer camera and it flips your view, it just makes so many more things harder because I didn't realize this before, but before I started this mission, I would constantly be looking at myself, constantly be uh, rearranging, uh, like for example, my hair or how I sit um, because the camera is flipped and it looks weird to me. Um, so I've been like putting stickers on where my face is or anything on my laptop, but it's really hard because um, it's just, it's people move, like, I don't know, it's, it's the way the Zoom app works, it, it makes it difficult to do that. But um, there's this feature on it where it's called hide self view and you click on yourself and you just hide yourself and it looks like you're not in the meeting, but like you are, but it's changed so much and I'll be getting into that um, real soon once I uh, start accommodating myself to that because I just learned that at the very end of the week and it's amazing and I want to see how that goes for me. So thank you for tuning into this week's podcast and I will be uploading another one pretty soon. So thank you for listening.